0: Hey, waffle gang! I hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more r/slashamathbutthole. And if you love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that subscribe button? Maybe that notification bell too. And if you want to be extra spicy, you can like the video as well. It all really helps out, and I can never express that enough. And with that being said, let's crack on with today's stories much love guys now our first three comes from electrical bus 5997 titled am i the arsehole i don't want my sister singing at my wedding my fiance 28 female and i 30 male are marrying next year my sister 27 female sings at a band and they often do weddings and whatnots. she told us to have her band play at our wedding my fiance told her we'd think about it i didn't care much about it since we have plenty of time to decide but my wife later confessed to me she doesn't like the idea at all. According to her, my sister has a bad habit of stealing the spotlight, something I can agree with. The day we announced our engagement to my family basically took over the whole meal, talking non-stop. My fiance thinks that singing at our wedding will turn into one more way for her to become the protagonist of the event. Instead of dancing and listening to a random singer, all of our relatives will be paying attention to her on stage. I forgot about the issue until sister brought it up again. I want our wedding to be just as my fiance wishes, so I told my sister I actually would rather not have you working on my wedding, just dancing and drinking with the rest of us. She insisted that she would really love to sing though. I thought the best idea would be to clear that up right there, because she's really stubborn when she gets set on something. So I told her no, we prefer to have a random band or DJ, that we want her to be one more guest sister is now super pissed at us for preferring to give our money to a stranger instead of her not letting her participate and not doing something about my fiance always disliking her my fiance has never openly disliked her so i don't know how she noticed parents think i was a bit of an arsehole because of that too my fiance is glad i stopped her am i the asshole? i think this was the right decision and i'm not the asshole from me simply for the fact that you know. When you did bring this up with sister, sure, she can be a bit upset, I totally get it, but if someone tells you that about their wedding, then you accept it and you go, yeah, okay. But coming back at you with, she insists that she would really love to sing though, and then throwing like a little tantrum afterwards and being super pissed about you preferring to give your money to a stranger instead of her, rather than, like I said before, just accepting and going, okay, it's your wedding, do with as you please. I think you're just stopping drama before it happens, although there's a little pre-drama, but you don't want it at your wedding. (laughs) But Mediator says, not the asshole, your sister's tantrum shows you made the right decision. To which Electrical Date replies that saying, she has to be the long-suffering protagonist of the story after all. Sis strikes me as the type who would only post photos of herself and her band in a congrats message to her brother too. Ngvode says, not the arsehole. I wonder how much of that is a hit to Pride and how much is giving money to a stranger instead of her. She wanted to get paid. Unit Healthy says, not the arsehole. Use a DJ. No matter what you do, she will try and take the stage and sing. Be ready for that. Gee whiz, can you imagine that? You know, trying to get the mic off the DJ and saying that I'm gonna sing him a little song. Oh my word, be prepared. Garbage No says, not the asshole. I have a similar sister and would feel the same. You're 100% in the right and doing the right thing, standing behind what your fiance feels comfortable with. Your sister reacting like this, if anything, is proving the point your fiance was making. Spink 7 says not the arsehole is your wedding and you handled telling her no fantastically. Followed by one more from typical Aquarius who says not the asshole. It doesn't make sense for your sister to be the help at your wedding. Even if you adored her band, she's family and she should be there to celebrate, not perform. You might consider having her sing a song as part of the ceremony to try to keep the peace, but under no circumstances would I let her be the main entertainment for the night. Now, what do you guys make of this one? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. And we've got another wedding story from Main Calligrapher who says, Am I the asshole for pulling my daughter out of a wedding? So the short story for background is that I have bad anxiety that runs from okay to severe. I had a miscarriage several months ago and that really hasn't helped at all. Back in January, our friends asked if our daughter could be in their wedding as flower girl. I was thrilled about it and we of course said yes. This was before the miscarriage. Since then, it became harder for me to focus on things and I admittedly was a little flaky with planning on getting together with her for flower girl practice and things like that. I had a huge bout of anxiety right before their wedding and I refused to go or let my girls out of my sight. My husband was in the wedding party and he wanted to take her anyway, but I told him he wasn't taking my daughter and they would have to understand. She's just a flower girl, it's not a big deal and I just couldn't handle it. The bride is furious with me now. She called to scream at me and tell me how I was such a bitch for using my anxiety as an excuse to not come to the wedding and keep my daughter away. She accused me of wasting her time and money. I told her she needed to read on mental illness and hung up on her. Now everyone is mad at me. My own husband agreed with her calling me a bitch and said I was rude and inconsiderate and that I caused problems between him and the groom because of the little tantrum the bride threw. I don't owe anyone an explanation for my illness and I don't think I'm the one at fault, especially when they know how not myself I've been. My mum agrees that they're acting entitled to my time and my daughter and need to let it go. Firstly, I will say I'm extremely sorry for what you're going through. You've been through an absolute time. But as we say in many of these stories, mental health is never an excuse to act like an asshole. And I hate to call someone an asshole, you know, when they they sound like they've gone through an absolute battle and and still continuing to do so. But I think they do need to seek help for that because at the moment, they're pushing it onto their daughters. There was the option of the husband taking the daughter along and there was no other reason apart from Opie's anxiety that was stopping them. But Pogue says, you're the arsehole. There was no reason your husband couldn't have taken her to be the flower girl since he was in the wedding. Get therapy, get it now. Your daughter is not your emotional support animal and you don't want to have this kind of dependency on your kid. Solid Upstairs says you're the arsehole. Your anxiety is your problem, not your daughter's, not your husband's, not your friend's problem. You took away something your kid was probably looking forward to. You blew off a friend. You told your husband that you didn't trust him to take care of his child for the wedding. And you don't even seem to worry about it. You seem to think that the bride is being unreasonable here. Please go to therapy. Kitchen Suspect says you're the asshole. You know you're in the wrong and you're asking us for validation. Your husband could have taken her and you did not have to go. Frankly, he's probably also upset that she's your daughter and not both of yours in this case. He's also a parent and also has a vote. What are you doing to combat your illness? Your family is suffering. and I'm sure they want to do the work with you, but you have to also do it for yourself. And let's have one more from Christian who says, you're the asshole. Your anxiety is not your fault, but it is your responsibility. Yours, not your child's. You're going down a path of putting adult responsibility on a little girl, and it's only going to pass on the struggles to your children. Get real help if you aren't already, so you and your family can live life to the fullest. Now, what are your thoughts on our second story? Let us know your thoughts in the comments below if you choose to do so, and we'll move on to another one. And our next story comes from Trick1 who says, am I the asshole for making kids clean my car for tricking me on Halloween? To put you in situation, I live in a house with a driveway where I park my car and I have a dog who stays in the backyard but can see who enters my property as well as cameras filming the driveway. Also here in Spain, or at least where I live, Halloween or or trick-or-treating is not a thing. So what happened is that on Halloween's night, a group of five kids, eight to 11 year olds from my neighborhood, come to my house trick or treating. I tell them that I don't celebrate Halloween and that I'm sorry, but I don't have anything for them. They told me that they'd have to trick me now, but I asked them not to because again, I don't participate doing Halloween stuff. I could hear them trick or treating other houses, but I minded my own business. After a while, I thought they left, but I hear my dog barking and that usually means someone's entered my property. So I look out the window and I see the kids throwing eggs at my car. If one thing in my life is sacred, it's my car. I run out and yelled, what the hell are you doing? They replied, we told you we're going to trick you and then ran away. I was pissed. The kids lived in my neighborhood. So I went to talk with their parents. I found them all together having dinner and told them what happened, showing them the footage. They laughed and said something like, well, it's Halloween, kids do stuff like that. It's not a big deal and you can clean this up in 15 minutes. I say, excuse me. They did that after I told them I don't celebrate Halloween. After I asked them not to do anything for that reason and throw in eggs, couldn't they just ring my bell and then run away? After they said, chill man, they saw the throwing eggs thing in a movie and they wanted to try it. We can pay for the cleaning. And here is where I might be an arsehole no halloween here is not a thing i don't give a shit about halloween and your kids making me a part of it is not okay i need you to teach them that actions have consequences and they need to respect other people's beliefs and what they celebrate or don't i want them to clean my car what they're kids can't you just take the money and leave i said no you can't just fix their shit for them or they'll do this again now what if they don't and we don't give you any money I said, well, I'll call the police. I have footage of them trespassing and vandalizing my car and they are minors, so you'll be responsible of what they did. To be honest, I wasn't really going to call the police. They answered with, okay, okay, chill. We'll tell them to come. So I had the kids in my house washing my car a while after, not even 10 minutes after it was done. I was proud of myself, not for making kids clean my car, but for kind of teaching them a lesson their parents wouldn't teach even though it's not my job to do that, nor my problem. But this last days, I've been getting calls from them saying that I'm an arsehole, and I'm going to be honest. Now that I'm not angry anymore, I kind of feel bad. Am I the asshole here? Should I apologize? Now, I remember a story from, I think, The daddy cringe days (laughs) where someone was throwing eggs and someone went into details to explain you know, eggs have sulfur in, which is a component of the the amino acids or something. And that's what gets onto the paint and damages cars. So this isn't just like a a whoopsie moment or whatever. This is actual vandalism. And what's with the parents saying, chill, man, I'd be like, fuck off. (laughs) And then go on to say they, they saw it in a movie and that they wanted to try it there's a lots of things you can see in movies but you just don't try them hell no you're not the arsehole in this one to me and hopefully you did teach them a lesson but arkham Ball says not the arsehole that's vandalism plain and simple it doesn't matter if they were just kids celebrating halloween it does not change the fact that you clearly stated to them before that you weren't part of the celebration and as you said so as other ways to trick someone than throwing eggs on a car. You shouldn't have to deal with cleaning it because a bunch of kids didn't get properly educated on respecting people's properties which clearly didn't happen as the parents reactions proven nella sheena says not the asshole." here in the states where halloween is celebrated throwing eggs at a person's car would absolutely not be tolerated and would very likely end in police getting called spink says not the asshole." egg can literally ruin the paint on a car if left for even a day you did the right thing. The kids vandalized your car and should have consequences. Abby Burb says not the asshole. I probably would have called the police anyways. Make sure that all the egg is off your car properly. Eggs are extremely corrosive to paint and will cause permanent damage. And one more from Alexoid182 who says not the asshole. Chucking eggs over someone's property is not a trick. It's a load of mess that takes time to clean up. Good on you for making them learn from their actions, even if their parents don't my parents would have been mortified if they thought i was chucking eggs all over people's cars now what do you guys make of this story does the punishment fit the crime in this scenario let us know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next hey it's danny pellegrino from everything iconic ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget plushcare.com slash weight loss story and our next story comes from golden cane 1410 am i the asshole for ruining my fiance's dnd game dungeons and dragons for anyone who's unaware my fiance 29 male plays dnd and while it's not my 31 female thing i obviously don't mind he's a bit anxious and doesn't easily make friends he was so excited when he joined the dnd group and met new people I like the group members, except for Chris, who's kind of fratish. He constantly makes disparaging jokes about his wife. He calls her the old ball and chain, unironically, and says shit like, I gotta call the warden and ask for permission first. I don't know why a 20-something man talks like a 1950s oil tycoon, but here we are. He also doesn't contribute when people bring communal snacks to D&D. Which brings me to my point. I don't drink often, but I will sometimes buy a nice, up to $50 bottle of vodka. A serving on the rocks makes me feel like an adult in a way I can neither explain nor justify. When we have guests over, we set out assorted drinks, snacks, etc. If they want something specific, they have to bring it or ask. A while ago, fiancé held a D&D session at our house. I greeted everyone and then made myself scarce. Later, I came out to find Chris in our kitchen, opening my new vodka. I told him, hey, I thought we told you, but you're supposed to ask first. That's not for guests, it's a bit pricey. Instead of addressing me, Chris turned to fiance and said, what's hers is yours, right? Welcome to marriage. I was floored. Chris then said, you don't mind me having some, right? And poured before I could answer. The group was waiting on him to resume playing, so I let it go. My first mistake for those keeping score. After everyone left, fiancé confirmed that Chris hadn't asked him either before taking my vodka. This past weekend, D&D happened again. I came out to get some water, and Chris was once again helping himself to my vodka. But here's what totally broke my brain. Chris had bring-your-own bottled, and yet he was still drinking mine. I marched right over and complained. Chris either ignored me or didn't hear, so I asked why he was taking mine when he'd brought his own. He said, mine was nicer and you didn't have to be such a bitch about it. It's a little vodka. Are you an alcoholic or are you just cheap? I told him to leave, not politely. Chris kept saying, this is bullshit, over and over, collected his stuff and stormed out. After, things were very awkward. The group agreed he shouldn't have called me a bitch, but well, Chris was the DM. I don't know a lot about D&D, but without him, there's no game. They have to either keep playing somewhere else with him or start a new campaign that excludes him. Everyone asked me if he's banished forever or if he can come back to our house and I didn't know what to tell them. I would let Chris back if he apologized but somehow I don't think I should hold my breath. I feel really bad. Fiance was so excited about this game and I may have ended it. Fiance supports me for the record but he's worried Chris will cause future problems. Am I the asshole? Now, from my limited knowledge of D&D, yes, I think the guy is very important to the game itself, but that doesn't excuse having a sexist asshole in your house. You were absolutely right to kick him out. You even offered like the compromise of him apologizing, which you said you're not holding your breath for, which is more than I would have probably done in that situation. And maybe it's a great opportunity to start their own campaign. I'm not sure how possible that is, but throwing that one out there. <laughs> Jumpy Community says... On so many levels, not the arsehole. Chris is rude, sexist, and clearly misogynistic. Peanut Buttercup says not the arsehole. Chris is the arsehole. You told him not to, and he's still taking the vodka. And he should always ask. It can be very hard to find a DM, but with his attitude, I doubt he's a good one. He seems like the type to retaliate against a player for going against him. There's a good chance others are sick of him too. Is your fiance guilting you about this? OP replies that saying fiance thought i should have hidden the bottle which a few other people said but beyond that he's only upset he didn't defend me it all happened so quickly he's been talking to the group and they agree that one you can't call people names like that and two chris is a bad dm you were spot on regular sample says not the asshole unfamiliar with dnd sounds like a great time for one of them to start their own campaign chris sounds horrible and who says not the asshole Chris overstepped. As a DD player myself, he sounds like he has the makings of a player who wouldn't slash shouldn't be at the table at all if he wasn't the DM. That said, it is not uncommon for the DM to not bring snacks to these things. Many tables have a sort of soft rule about that. The DM's putting in extra work to get the game to happen. So the players bring the extras. For example, my last group of players always bought pizza for the table, but also insisted I, as their DM, did not have to chip in but that rule isn't blanket permission to raid a player's pantry. Chris owes you an apology, and if he can't or won't give you one, the group should find a new place to play or play on without him. They're cool, and frankly, you're within your rights to tell their group that, so as long as they're in your home. There is a risk that they will remove your husband from the group over this, but then they would be the assholes. And let's have one more from Das Ultimate because I'm enjoying this one, who says, Not the arsehole. I'm a huge D&D fan, and I used to DM quite a bit, so there's a bit of decorum here. Yes, the DM is the important person in the group in terms of game functionality and keeping one happy does help things. That being said, Chris is a person first and foremost and this person is in someone else's home. How can he think it's okay to just help himself to anything in someone else's home? Sure, after a long time of friendship and certain amount of rapport, he could ask if he can have some of the house snacks or drink or soda. But even asking would mean there's a certain amount of rapport. Otherwise, you only consume what is offered, especially since it's big in TTRPG culture to bring personal snacks and drink as well as communal drinks and snacks. Sometimes people will bring a little extra for their DM since he slash she did a lot of the work making the campaign and doing a bunch of stuff as well as managing things. But that's not an excuse to forego rules of being in someone else's home and op replies that saying funny you should say that the reason chris gave for never contributing snacks was i'm the dm and already did my part writing this whole campaign now what do you guys make of this one i know we have a lot of dnd players in our community so i would love to know your thoughts on this let me know in the comments below and we'll move on to another story And our next story is from Entire Caterpillar 55 titled, Am I the arsehole for firing my nanny for faking sick to get out of working? My husband and I hired a nanny back in August to care for our kids while we were working. The kids are on a weird schedule at school where they don't attend every day or all day, so we hired a full-time nanny, Marie. We like Marie, despite some issues with her following guidelines, with disgust. When we hired her, she let the kids have way too much screen time she spent more time on her phone than with the kids she would make messes and let the kids make messes and she wouldn't clean up after them she had friends over without letting us know she let the kids pick out on junk food instead of feeding them real food all of this had been discussed when we hired her and we saw it all when we reviewed our security cam footage so we sat down about three different times and gave her official warnings each time she'd improve for a while each time but go back to the way she'd been before three days marie called out said she was really sick so i told her to get better and i'd call out from work to be with the kids i'm in the middle of a big project at work and people not coming hurt everyone but i'm a mum first and i don't expect marie to take care of the kids if she feels sick so i called out the next day it was really hot out and the local water park is running an off-season special with cheap tickets so i took the kids and after a while we ran into marie with a group of her friends I really couldn't say anything except I hope she was feeling better. Marie started to apologize and told me that her best friend had gotten tickets to the park and she wanted to go and she didn't think I'd have given her the day off. I told her I would have if only she told me the truth. I explained to her that she lied to me and made me call out at a time that was really inconvenient and if she had just told me the truth then I'd have understood and I would have been happy to give her the day off and call out myself. It's the fact that she lied to me is what upset me. I added a lie to other warnings and decided she wasn't worth keeping employed. My husband and I pay well above market rate and we provide everything. All she needed to do was take care of the kids and follow the rules we set. I took her aside and really quietly and as kindly as possible explained this to her and told her that I'd pay her for the whole week, but she was fired. Marie started crying and her friends figured out what was happening. They called me a bitch, a Karen, a monster. My kids got upset, so I took them and left. Marie has been blowing my phone up with apologies and begging for another chance. Some of my friends said I should have given her another chance and that firing her was an overreaction. Was I an arsehole? Edit, Marie is not some teenager. She's a 26-year-old woman with a degree in early childhood education and some other certifications and licenses related to the field. She had only one previous long-term nannying job, classroom experience, and has several younger siblings and relatives and an extensive babysitting career. All of this I verified, along with a good review from her former position. I had no reason to suspect she was less than she presented." Now, when we do go into the comments, you have to take into account that some of them may have been before the edit as well, which I'm kind of gathering. And that's why she replied, you know, she's not some teenager. She's a 26 year old woman. And to me, I kind of felt like the post was full of warnings from the very first paragraph. The fact that you had to give her three warnings about her leaving food, letting your kids pig out. And you only found this out from footage on your security cameras and was inviting people, her friends around to to the place that you don't know, that you haven't vetted people, strangers in your house. And whilst we can always say, you know, was it right to do it in that location, in front of your children, in front of her friends? You said you tried to do it as quietly as you could. Was it right to do it there? There's probably a better place to do it, but I can understand the frustration at the same time that you had to take some days off because they basically lied to you, then you found them there. I think I would be frustrated at that point as well. But still, it's gonna be a not the arsehole from me. But Louise Belcher99 says not the arsehole, but extremely inappropriate to fire her whilst out at the park. Should have waited till the next day to talk with her or call her later that evening. Zexar says not the arsehole. The stuff you mention is enough to fire her alone. Most business places have a three write-ups and your fire policy. She gone beyond this by lying to you about being sick so she wouldn't have to work and got caught red-handed. She'd be fired by anyone else for this, no matter what field she worked in. Ivy Moon says, Not the asshole. I was a nanny for many families and her behavior is appalling. I would always clean up above and beyond. Dishes, laundry, etc. Not following the parents' set guidelines is extremely disrespectful. Having a friend over to your home without telling you is too much on its own. I'm honestly shocked you didn't fire her sooner. Accomplished Yam says, look, the moment she had unvetted strangers over at your house around your children without your permission, you would have grounds to fire her. In my opinion, you gave her too many chances to begin with. Not the asshole, and good riddance. Lost Daydreamer says, not the arsehole. You're allowed to be picky about who helps raise your kids. Now, what is your thoughts on this story and all of today's stories if you choose to share them? If you want to help me out and do me a huge solid, never any pressure though either, you can click that subscribe button, maybe the like button as well, hugely helps out. And if you love the stories that much, share them with your friends through social media, whichever socials you choose, hugely helps out. I can never express that enough. Thank you so much for your love, your support and your time towards the channel and much love to you. See you soon.